Josh Snyder, you're listening to Thoughtful Discussions, and I'm here with Corey Ochai. Hey, what's going on, guys? And I'm here with, uh, you know, I'm also part of the podcast, uh, The Art of Conversation with the TT Studios. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we do podcast this thing, but uh, we are here with a special guest as well. What up, guys? My name's Jerry. Most people know me as What You Will. Uh, I'm just out <laughs> here from San Francisco. We're so Having glad a good you're here. Time. I love that. What You Will. What you will. Oh, when funny. I was trying to come up with the name, anything that I thought was cool was taken, and I didn't want to dictate a sound with my name. I don't, yeah. I don't care. Uh, I do like it for what, me. It's almost like what Prince did, right? With the symbol. Yeah, exactly. I got well, you. well, Prince did that because he released way more music as the symbol, and Sony owns Prince. Right. Man, yeah, he, like, he was way ahead of his time. Yeah, he <laughs> way ahead of his time. Wait, so uh, when, when you said when you became a DJ, how long ago was that? Oh man, um, I probably, I mean, I started playing guitar when I was like 12 years old. I probably yeah. started DJing or getting serious about it. 2009, 2008, yeah. started yeah. taking gigs around 2011, had my first residency around that time in Orange County. And uh, I've been on the road for like almost 10 years now. Yeah. Yeah. Just wow. doing the thing. And, and uh, you've had other residencies in other states? Yeah. So last summer I was at the Venetian in, um, Las Vegas, shout out to the Venetian. Um, nice. I was doing I was doing their pool parties every Saturday at this spot Ooh, called Chica. Nice. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, got hooked up through uh, my friend Just Joey, who's a huge DJ out in Vegas. Shout out to uh, Just Joey. Nice. And uh, my first residency in Orange County was at this uh, this gay bar, which was a monumental thing at the time in Orange County because that wasn't you know publicly or socially acceptable. So my first residency ever was at a gay bar called Ibiza. That was run by Shout one out of to my Ibiza. friends in high school. Yeah, yeah. Shout Shout out to it's changing, not there anymore. Changing the world. Yeah, a lot of a lot of really prominent DJs that came out of Orange County came through that really crappy little dive bar. You had to cut your teeth somewhere, right? That's, yeah, that was a good place to do it. I learned know? how to work there for sure. How to Definitely. work a room. How to like give the room what they want. How to still dodge, give them what I how want. To, how to dodge a bottle. Oh on that man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's that's really cool. I think. Uh, most people, when they get started with something, they want it to be all, you know, glitz and glamour, right. you know, and, and don't want to go through the, uh, you know, that, that early stage where doing things you may not want to do, maybe things that might even be a little bit more uh, grungy than what you expected, you know what I mean? With Absolutely. Your whole perception, but those, those moments, those times are so important. Right. That, Absolutely. That's when you learn a lot of the gems, Tell, man. Right. Tell me about, um, like... We were talking on the last podcast, like the growth comes out of the comfort zone. Ooh, you yeah. know, like, do you have yeah. any input on that? Yeah. Um, if you have a comfort zone and you're, you know, lucky enough to be aware of it or conscious of it, push past it and see what happens. It took me a long time. I knew that for a long time. It took a long time before I could apply it in yeah. practice. Um, but I constantly put myself out of my comfort zone because, I mean, for myself at least, when I'm out of my comfort zone is like where my best work comes out. When I have to trust myself, mm -hmm. my instinct, right. like, you know, draw on my experiences and things like that. Like it's much, I do much better personally in the grind. I'm oh, like, I'm definitely. obsessed with the process. It's not, I'm not, there's <laughs> no end game, the right? There's then. no that's, end game. That's absolutely yeah. amazing right there. Obsessed <laughs> with the process. Hopefully you guys took that in. That's a yeah. gem right there. You know, right. it's, it's, it's not the outcome. That's not where, that's not where it's at. 
That if you're going for that, you're not going to get what you need to get to make something that outcome is sustainable, right? Right. I feel like I feel like um, falling in love with the process. You know, falling in love with you know the research it takes to to do this or the or the or just whatever it takes the process is, you know, that's the thing you want to fall in love with because that's mm. the thing you're going to first fall out of love with. And you, if you learn how to, you know, that's what I think is one of those things that kind of kills a lot of, uh, a lot of people just going for that thing they love. It kills them. You right. know, is that, you know, you, you do it one time, you're like, man, that was a lot of work, but it came out great. You do it again, the, you got to grind through it. And uh, understanding that grind right there, that's the actual gem, man. Right, well, you know, Shout out to Jay Z. Steel, steel sharpens steel. That's what it do. <laughs> it's like you're not gonna get sharp unless yeah. someone cuts you first. Like. No, no, we went straight into it. We went yeah, straight into it. Diving in. But we're in, we're in Pittsburgh right now, right? Yes, sir. You, you don't live in Pittsburgh. Not at all. So, Never been here before. Second day. Twelve in. hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! You just stepping foot over here. So, so where, where you originally? Where do you stay? Uh, stay at now? Where do you reside? I live in San Francisco, California. I'm in the city in the in the Richmond neighborhood, right next to Golden Gate Park. Okay, okay. It's beautiful. Is that where you're from originally? No, I'm I'm a Cali boy. Cali. We grew Cali. up together. Yeah, Twelve years old. Yeah. Oh, I, I, oh, I know. I just wanted to you know, build up the context of this, man. So you know, so, so you, um, you and Josh grew up together. Yeah, man. Uh, we, you know, he was homeschooled through the private school I went to school at. Yeah. And uh, we went to the same church and stuff like that. And church didn't necessarily stick, but the friendship did. And um, there you go, man. This guy's doing big stuff out here. It's super inspirational. Like he literally, like the only reason I'm in Pittsburgh right now. Is this man right here <laughs> thank you and like you know my first time here like yeah. i walk up to the club i'm playing and my name's on the marquee and like there's people there that want to see me and i'm just like whoa dude this is a trip and it's all because of this man's word man that's that's, that's you know josh josh is a it's extraordinary individual man thank you he truly is truly is through and through solid oh, give me through, through solid man and you know i went the education route he didn't and he's like above and beyond <laughs> echelons like you know it's just like it's super inspirational because just watching somebody that came from like a similar background. I mean, with us, literally the same background, but like yeah. just watching someone that, you know, didn't have much crazy parents, yeah. you know, like, and just like getting past all that, dude. And like, that's where that process comes in, bro. And like, yeah. I'm obsessed with it because I get to watch this guy do it all the time. <laughs> and another one of our friends who does um, uh, all mindset podcast, Matt Franchina, like yeah. these two dudes are like the most successful dudes that are in my personal group of friends. And I'm just so lucky to be a fly on the wall watching them both do their thing. It goes both well, ways, I mean, man. He, yeah. He's definitely talked about you in the same light. Oh, well, I, mean, I appreciate it, man. Before you got here, I mean, we, we had this set up for the past, what, two weeks now? Yeah. You know, maybe even a little longer. And I remember right when you mentioned it to me, that's when I started seeing the post yeah. uh, about what, what you were doing, what you were just talking about, you know, your name on the marquee over there. Uh, so that that's really dope. And like you said, right, still, well, Jay-Z, the wise words of Jay-Z, still sharp and still. Right, and we're you in know? the Steel City. Yeah, we're in the Steel City. Cutting my teeth. <laughs> I, love, I love that segue right there. We're in the Steel City. City. But um, yeah. So what was Josh like growing up? I mean, we, we we know who Josh is now today. You know, right? Give us a little Give insight. Let's make him blush a little bit. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, the first time I ever saw the internet, I'm like, what the fuck is the internet? Oh, I remember that day, bro. Yeah. Josh's house. Josh <laughs> had the internet like ten years before everyone. Yeah. So like automatically, T we had T one service. Yeah. Better than DSL. Yeah. And Ooh. I was like, what the hell's DSL? And this guy's, we got T one. I'm like, what? Like, this is French to me at this point. Yeah. And so, like, there's that. And then just, like, 
being exposed to the internet for the first time and how like you know the person that showed you that like that's yeah. monumental right like because i had no idea i was a really poor kid man and it's like so like credit things like credit the internet a car shit electricity like right. what's that or where's it coming from like i don't know and so like and you know josh wasn't too far off and so like when we were kids dude he had the internet and as soon as i understood the concept of the internet this guy's always already doing business on it Right. Yeah. Like this guy had a company when we were like 11 years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, mean, I skated talk, for it. We, talk, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah. We, we talked about right. that. That's Pen- pencil skateboard. Pencil skateboard. <laughs> you know what? Wow. Now that I think about it, like. He was on the skate team. Yeah. Our first, <laughs> like, our first common bond yeah. was skateboarding. Yeah. Like, we, we were making skate California. videos all the time. Yeah. 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 Them no, we weren't any good. Like, oh, no, we were terrible. <laughs> but we're, we had fun. We're just we falling off of loading around. docks. Oh yeah, <laughs> man, that's, that sounds like a great time. That sounds like a beautiful childhood. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Neither one of us had a lot, but we were around people that did that were good people, and we got to do a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Running around the city, skateboarding, right. uh, you know, camping trips, camping trips, punk yeah. rock shows. Yeah, it's like anything, dude. And just like it's. It's Ooh, cool, man. You never know. We went to driving school together. Yeah. His, his mom actually paid for me to go to driving school before yeah, she man, passed away. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's, that's so cool. dope. Man. And his mom took care of me, man. Like, you're, yeah. to this day, I still talk about her all the time, dude. She's one of the most loving, like, God-loving women that I ever had the, like, the privilege to know. And she loved me, too, you know? Yeah. And, like, everyone knew it, dude. Everyone knew Josh had the mom. The mom, oh, she was like the neighborhood mom, you know, that just in like, church, man. Everybody yeah. knew like Josh yeah. had a gay because of his mom, That's like, sick. and that was Barb, dude. And she was just like, you know, like, I don't necessarily identify or anything, but that woman loved God, dude. And you could see right. it in everything, man. It's fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I remember her passing away, it was a lot. He called yeah. me, I was the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. He came over. He came over right away. Well, I had my grandma. I had my grandma come yeah. get me. I was like, "Hey, grandma, I need to go <laughs> see my friend right now." Because I was yeah. like twelve years old or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, well, man. That that just sounds like a beautiful upbringing. You know, Thank that's, you. that sounds that sounds like what friendship and childhood should be about, right there. You know, exploring exploring with people that you enjoy exploring with. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, a bond like this doesn't just doesn't happen by chance. You know, it doesn't happen Absolutely. by chance, and it doesn't stay this strong by chance. You know, he's he's been so excited at the fact you were coming, <laughs> so I know he's being modest right I, now. I'm like, I, I got to bring him out here. Once he gets a taste, he'll come back, you know, like right, he'll, he'll right. come back again. Oh, I'm coming he'll, back. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be able to, uh, you know, book more dates and, and um, you know, oh, yeah. be able to get, get paid to, oh, to yeah, DJ definitely. out here and fly out. And, we're fixing up the downstairs, um, actually. Yeah, yeah okay. we're fixing up the downstairs. So we're putting some floors in down there. Perfect. So, I mean, and we're going to have a sound system as well. I mean, this might be a place, you know, you can, we can call home from away from home. Dude, I love it, man. Yeah. I've been real blessed. Like, um, you know, Josh is my good friend. I've known him for a long time. Yeah. I got a, a lot of Josh's in the pocket, you know, yeah. and like, yeah. not to say they're like they're a commodity or something, but like, I just have a lot of people that love me everywhere, man. And, that's a good, you know, that's you got the home thing. away from home right here. Right. I got one in Phoenix, Arizona with my boy Surgic. Shout out to Surgic. Right. He's doing it big out there. And, you know, and then like my friends are running LA. Like I'm about to pay, do Jungle Space Party, which is like this big festival in Mojave. And yo, yo, just hold up for <laughs> one second, yeah. right? Okay, Josh. I'm going to tell you, so every, everyone he's talking about, you guys know each other, right? Yeah. So every last one of y'all still friends. I say very successful in what you do and is striving to be even more successful. Thank you. What is the common thread? What do you think the common thread is? What, what happened when you were younger 
that all of you guys have turned to, for one, working for yourself. Right. Every last one of y'all are entrepreneurs. Right. Did, did y'all not notice this? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm my not, brother too. I'm I like, mean, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I talk, I talk with your brother uh, through like we DM'd each other. Yeah, nice. And it was like, I was like, yo, I was like, hold up, is this Josh? No, no, this is his brother. You right. know what I mean? But um, he said he listened to the podcast. He really yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah. But there is that is the common denominator when I'm when I'm hearing all of the stories. I'm I'm meeting you guys now. You know, uh, what do y'all what do y'all think that came from? Skateboarding. Skateboarding? Is Skate- I mean, for I me, think- that was the first bond, right? That was the yeah. first thing that we were passionate about. That was. But even artistic. seeing seeing the skateboarders that we were um, that we looked up to, they were they were entrepreneurs. They were people that you know either had their own skate shops or um, skate brands or shoes, whatever it is that they did. Right. They did it in a way where they were able to to get off working the, working doing their own thing and not um, you know working for the man. Right. Right. And right. Uh, and I think that that was an influence. I mean, I was influenced early on because my parents were entrepreneurs and uh, when their business failed, it was kind of like a, a, a switch in my head that was like, oh, I, I'm going to show them that I can do it. Right. Um, right. So that's that's kind of like an inspiration for me. I mean, the it's not really like money. Like we, I can survive and I can, I can make money. I, like right. the success that I consider is like, you know, I'm able to support my family and I'm able to do right. what I do. It's not like, not like I'm, I'm stuffing my pockets or anything, but right. the accessibility and the um, flexibility is is like that's the payoff for me, right? You know, um, yeah. and like I could work with other entrepreneurs that are like minded. I, um, you know, we get to do things like this, the podcast. Like it, right. I, I feel so fortunate, so lucky to to be able to be in my life and and be able to do all the stuff that I'm able to do, and it's be, it's so much a part of the people around me. Right. And it wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have any of that without pushing every day for the, you know, like one order at a time. One order Just, at a time. You know, like yeah. everything matters. Man, that's, that is <laughs> interesting. That is interesting. I think another like, just like maybe just like intuited, like common bond is like, this guy's passionate about his art, man. Yeah. And yeah. like, he I makes art too. too. Yeah. 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 I come from artists. Like, you know, my friends are artists and. I think what keeps us both going is like he sees that I am serious about what I do and I like right. it and I love it. Mm. I would be doing it if there was money or not because this is for me. Right. Exactly. And like, you know, I'm interested in working with him because I get to watch, you know, on the internet, like this guy that is my <laughs> friend that I grew up with doing all this stuff, man. And like, and we haven't and seen each other passion. in like 15 years. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, it seems like y'all just <laughs> seems like y'all talk every day. I picked him up at the airport yesterday uh, afternoon. And it's yeah. been 15 years. Yeah. Wow, man. And that just goes to show you, like, the power of just, like, friendship, man. Like, outside of business or anything that could come that's, like, material. Right. It's like, dude, I see this guy for the first... I look at him in the face for the first time in 15 years. It's like it's been a day or two. Yeah. That's what I, I said. Love it. That's how you Chills, measure... Man. I know I got chills, too. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. That's how you measure true friendship, man. Yeah. I feel like uh, I have friends that I haven't seen... Like you said, in years. I don't know if it was fifteen years, yeah. but it was years, right? right? And I know every time we connect, it's like this thing clicks on. It doesn't right. Like, there's no warming up to it, right? You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, what's up? What's going on? And it just feels like yesterday. Of course, you learn some new things, but usually for the better, you know. Um, and that's 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 just dope to have. And I know there's people that um, 
out there that wish they can say that. You know, and yeah. I think the goal is to be able to say that in life, in Absolutely. general. You know, so that's. I think that's a sign, of, um, like a character sign, as well as far as people, like when you're when you meet new friends yeah. or new, you know, anyone new in your life, and um, you know, I, everyone subconsciously like vets people, mm. and um, if it's someone that has long-term friends i feel like they're a more trustworthy per person understand you know? that understand absolutely that. yeah so you know what we, w we were talking before this we were actually talking about you know the inspiration for entrepreneurship right yeah and uh i know George. she said you know seeing it in the home was yeah. a big thing for you right you know, right growing up in your parents and so forth now i want to ask i want to ask you you know growing up what was what was the household like you know what was what was growing up like wait for before you? he answers that i just want okay. to say your dad also inspires me oh thanks man <laughs> my dad's the best man i i will ever know yeah That's we, we sure. spoke a little bit before the podcast and very interesting and very i was inspired already yeah which was absolutely amazing but i think we're but, gonna get to that yeah i mean he he's he's humble he'll do whatever i mean he'll 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 take a job at you know um like doing something small that people might see as small yeah but you know and then he could turn around and and open a business and um it seems like he's just a guy that he'll he'll get whatever done that he needs to get done but he'll also um you know, put the work in and lay the groundwork yeah. and, and do what he needs to do for himself as well. You know what they patience. say? You know what they say? Yeah. Grit is yeah. grit is passion and perseverance mm -hmm. put together. Yeah, that's that's grit. That's pretty accurate. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. great. He sounds gritty. So you your I mean? your dad is an artist and an entrepreneur, right? Artist. Tell me about that. Entrepreneur. Uh, so my dad runs a nonprofit called uh, the Thirty First Parallel, or in Spanish, Paralelo Treinta Uno, mm -hmm. and what it is is a nonprofit. Mm -hmm that um you know when uh immigrants are immigrating to the states they'll come over the border in arizona where it's average temperature of like 110 degrees and it's the only part of the border with um, no fence because it's almost guaranteed you will die if you cross at this point mm. so what my dad does with uh, parallel 31 is um, he organizes a search and rescue and recovery group and he flies drones and um you know, people from all over South America call up his personal phone line because it's listed. And mm -hmm. um, they're like, hey, you know, my relative crossed the border at this point, at this time. They were supposed to be here at this point in this up, time, yeah. and they never made it. And so then my dad will be like, okay. He'll take the information, catalog it, and then as soon as he can, which is usually out of his own pocket, he'll fund a search and rescue mission into the desert to either recover a body or find a person mm. and assist them in staying alive they work with border patrol there's nothing like illegal or anything like that going on and even if they wanted to they couldn't okay. but um that's really like you know he's uh he is an entrepreneur he runs a very high-end floral studio in orange county you know mm. presidents royalty celebrities just anybody who's anybody really and 100% of his money goes into parallel 31 and just yeah. like helping people out and his whole reason for it is because when he hopped the border, like he had nobody and nobody would help. And he's like, I'm never going to allow that to happen yeah. to anybody if I can help and, it. And so and we he don't, does. We don't realize how lucky we have it. I mean, when, no. and <laughs> like, you know, we, we gripe about our, our little, um, you know, champagne problems that we got. That's right. What we call but like, That's what we call them. You know, and, but people, you know, people are literally uh, willing to risk their lives to, to come to this place and, and do what we can do yeah every day yeah you know and we take it for granted you yeah. know um 
Man, I got chills listening to this as well. And, uh, you know, that right there. Ah, man. I, I, I always say this, but it's like the worst thing that ever happens to you usually has the best impact mm -hmm. on your life if you know how to identify it. Absolutely. And then make sure you don't feel that way no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you put the actions behind it. And to hear stories uh, like that, you know, and I, and I don't think we even got really in depth of everything about it, but. It's crazy. Um, yeah, just, just the, just the, the. That's, that just right there blows my mind, and kudos kudos to your father. Thank you. Now, growing up in a house with a man with that much character and that much that much um, passion and perseverance in, in his in, you know in, in his being, how does that translate to into what you do today? Mm. I mean, every it and it bleeds into every, every fiber. facet <laughs> of my life. Like I am my father's son. Um, I was really fortunate um to watch him go from like you know popper to prince i got him his papers when i turned 21 and he was undocumented up until that point and um just watching him slave away for 100 hours a week for my entire life like i remember working at convenience stores yeah you know, yeah he was doing you know, liquor doing stores 30 yeah. hour shifts at yeah. like the 7-eleven he met my mom in an ampm he was working yeah. at um yeah. so He's the man really, that got it done, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, he and... It didn't matter. You know, he was always really good at, you know, staying on task, but also, like, keeping an eye on the big picture. Not tunnel visioning it, right. but, like, being conscious of what's going on. And he always let me know. He's like, dude, you were born here. You're the first one. You speak English. That's easy. Right. Like, there is no reason for first you to generation. not be doing what you want to do. He's like, mm -hmm. look at me, I do what I want to do. And like, I came here with literally like $6 in pesos <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah. I hopped a wall and I ran for 35 miles until I got to downtown San Diego. I hated eggs. I love eggs now because the only food I could get from anybody was eggs. Mm -hmm. So like that right there, just that little morsel of information is like, oh dude, you take shit and you turn it to gold, got it. That's mm -hmm. what I need to be obsessed with. And so like, it's not, I don't have a goal other than self-cultivation. Yeah. Like efficiency hacks, things like that. Just being the best person I can. And honestly, like if I didn't watch my dad struggle for 20 years mm -hmm. as like, you know, a popper yeah. and then like watch him just build this empire in like 10 years time. Yeah. It's like, you can't, there's no schooling you could pay for that would teach you that. 100%. And having an immigrant father, coming here and being raised really poor, man. Like I am, I understand what he is able to build yeah. and what he has built right. without the language, without an education. Right. And, um, so like, you know, when I'm slacking myself, I catch myself being lazy. Yeah. I just think about my dad. Yeah. It's like, or, or like, you know, my, a lot of times my internal dialogue is my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing right now? Uh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Not what I'm supposed to. I'm sorry. I got to, yeah. <laughs> you know? It took me a long time though. Like I put him through hell in and out yeah. of jail, gangbang and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, yeah. and so like, just the fact that he stood by me too, that like, he didn't even do anything. He was just my dad. He was just there, bro. And the fact yeah. that he was there through all that, I could do anything and he's still going to love me. So like, you can't buy that. Like all my friends, I have a lot of friends that are well off and will never leave their homes because they don't need to. But all those friends and they've they got everything they need as far as yeah. material goes. But they're like, damn, dude, you got your relationship with yeah. your dad, and like you can't buy that. And yeah. it's you know, priceless. Yeah, and like just watching my dad struggle forever and always have a good attitude. His kidneys failed him when he was like in his early thirties. Mm -hmm. He still had to work a hundred hours a week and on dialysis five days a week. <sighs> 
So like, you know, just yo, watching him struggle, like there's yo, nothing. That's, 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 what? <laughs> you know, what? Like I, I've been through, like I, oh my goodness, I'm the, I don't even put myself in this, but like I've experienced chemo, right? Right. And, and dialysis mm-hmm. and those type of things, let alone be able to walk and do something that day. Right. You're telling me he's leaving the center and going directly to, to work. work for like 30 hours. My man, that man is, uh, he's, he's special. He's, he's a saint. legend. He's special. <laughs> yeah. He's special. We got to get him on one day. We got a you. piece of him right here and I yeah. can feel it through you. you right? know? Um, and, and, you know, learning these things, a lot of times it's best to, I think, it's, I wouldn't say it's always best, but it's, it's best to learn things the hard way because when you get it, you got it. I wouldn't trade it. Wouldn't trade it for nothing. No. Nothing. You would, nothing that ever happened wouldn't trade it at mm, all. No, nah, dude, because like, if you're like 13 years old and your power gets shut off and like, you got to hit up your homie's dad for food or something. Not that my dad couldn't provide. There were just times. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, shit, where's the content? I'm sorry. That's all right, man. That's all right. No, but just like, just, just like the constant struggle, watching him struggle. And never once did he make me feel like I was poor. Yeah. He's yeah. like, poor is a mindset, bro. That's, You're broke. Ooh, <laughs> like, man. Papa be dropping gems, man. <laughs> and that's, 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 you know, uh, man, that, I, you know what, today I was, I was going through some things, man, yeah. going through some things, but now I think about it, they're minute, Ooh. very minute, <laughs> you know, to hear stories such as that, man, and growing up and seeing that, you know, um, I, you know, most people can look at this and be like, you know, I feel sorry for, for you, I wish you never seen that, no, I'm, I'm glad to know that, you know, that the outcome of the struggle that like pressure bust pipes to cause or, or creates diamonds creates diamonds and yeah. yo he's gleaming you're gleaming it's in your blood it's in your bloodstream it's in your dna mm. y'all did that y'all <laughs> Thanks, did man. that yeah. you know uh man that's that's inspiring and it's kind of cool too because he's the oldest son of the oldest son my grandfather was the oldest son of the oldest son, just like his grandfather before him, and I'm the oldest son of the oldest son. So that name and that empire that my father built, and not even on the business side of things, just like who we are in, right. in public, like that was all on his back. Yeah. And it was through hard work. I don't, I don't think I got an education. I had to go through it. Like, yeah. it's not, it wasn't a lesson I learned. I mean, it's a ton of lessons I learned, right. but it was through immersion. I wasn't reading books, trying to figure out how to get myself a gig. I didn't go to school. Like I dropped out of high school yeah. and just, but like that education I got from just watching my father and then also the constant like, Hey dude, why are you fucking up right now? There's no reason for yeah. it. Just, yeah. it was never condescending. Yeah. Well, hard work, hard work beats, hard work beats talent any day of the week. Yeah. Right. Hard mm-hmm. work beats talent. So, so I know you starting yeah. out, right. You said you didn't, you didn't get, you know, you didn't, you didn't go on YouTube checking out. You probably checked out a few things. Maybe a few things. Like how to hook some well, things up. Well, when I was coming up, like YouTube was still commercial free That's and right. nobody you cared. just found out about the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the hard way. And I know, I know what that feels like. I don't have to ask your age. We, we, know. we know. Old enough. Yeah, we, we know. We made some songs on YouTube once. Oh, I, I, oh yeah. I, I have some stuff. I have some stuff that will never be found. Right. Videos. <laughs> very first videos. Uh, 
Maybe one day in the documentary, if they do it about me, I, I'll, I'll let them know where it's at. But it's buried in the treasures or the, the vault, or the vault of uh, YouTube, and uh, hopefully no one ever recovers that. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna Google you. <laughs> Google your name. I, I googled me today, and it yeah. didn't pop up. Okay. I tried every You're week just to now. make sure nobody's. Uh, it hasn't resurfaced. I've literally googled myself like an hour ago. Oh man, I listened to a set I recorded six months ago. Yeah. Where was I? Like what? Like what? Like it's just like it's you so think you improved improve since then? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like when I go back and listen to stuff I did before, yeah. I don't, I don't like to do it. Yeah, because I'm always just judging myself, and then just like I'm in a completely different headspace. It's so foreign to hear mm. like your own work later. It's the, it's the weirdest thing. Yo, what was your first set like? How would, how did that work? I would like my first tell, DJ set. Tell, tell us the story about the very first time you got a chance to DJ in front of people. Oh man, so I was in Orange County, uh, I was a raver, a big raver, um, and I had just gotten, in, gotten into DJing with my friend who, who's Crashcraft now, and he's like signed and he does big stuff, but like me and him kind of discovered it together. We would nerd out in my apartment in Malibu or at my dad's house in Orange County in the garage and just taught ourselves how to mix by ourselves, like saved up money. Mm bought a shitty little controller just so we could learn basics. And then, you know, just once we figured that out, just kept moving forward. And, um, you know, through just like kind of jamming with people in my neighborhood, I met this, this cat called Sleazy Steve. <laughs> Yo, say that one more time. Sleazy Steve, shout, shout out, out. Shout out to Sleazy Steve, bro. I just wanted to say that once in my life. Yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> I never said those words together. Hey, don't let the name fool you. He's a good guy. But, um, you know, he just saw that I was interested in DJing and, like, he was throwing, you know, he was kind of, like, booking at that little club right there, that Club Ibiza I was talking about earlier. He's like, hey, you want to come play with me one day? And I was like, sure. I wasn't on the lineup or anything. Like, I had never had, I've had gigs before, but I played metal, so, like... Right. This is like my first gig in like this new like Martian landscape. Yeah. And uh, and he's just like, yeah, bro, just come out and just like you can mess around with my controller with me while I'm messing around. And then like it worked. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. And then he had that room every week. And yeah. like so we just started doing that. And then we just started branching out into like we would throw parties in like community centers and apartment complexes, churches, like. I throw like I still do warehouse parties like stuff like right. that and then through him I got my first couple gigs and I met this cat named Scuba Steve. Shout out Sco- to Scuba Steve. Shout out to Scuba Steve. The names in this podcast is just going great. We got to put a little count. And they know each other. Yeah, and they knew Scuba each other. Scuba Steve. <laughs> the Steves, man. <laughs> And it's right. funny cuz for a while dude if you were getting a gig in Orange County it was through one of them and uh so scuba was like we like we clicked musically yeah and uh you guys were buds for a long time yeah and like you know he had all the nice equipment and stuff so he would let me come over and i was better than him so like he he wanted me to play so we could just like level up together and then like you know Mm. after that he just brought me to every single gig he got dude we opened for eddie hollowell like mayan and shame 54 i think we did steve aoki one night like just all these weird random people that would just come through our club that we played at and um you get birthday caked (laughs) (laughs) i don't like steve aoki i'm sorry sorry, no if i went to a party and i got caked in my face I'd be trying to get my money back. I got you. I got you. On the nice end. I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> We're going to leave that one right there. Let's, let's keep going with the story. <laughs> but yeah, so like my first gig, honestly, was like in that little room in Ibiza. Mm. And it was with both those Steves. And I was yeah. playing with Sleazy, not Scuba, but Scuba was there. Mm. And man, there was like probably like 15 people from my high school. 
and that was about it. Were and you like I just played, and like as soon as I started playing, everyone's like, "Oh, that was really cool." And me, and when are you gonna be back? I was like, "I don't really do this." Like, yeah. And uh, and they're like, "No, no, you gotta come back." And so like you know, the residency came out of that. My first gig was not eventful, man. And like, and then I remember my second gig. There was a few, like maybe like thirty people, just because of word of mouth. And you know, the next month, and I just remember like so vividly this some drunk girl during the worm on the dance floor while I was playing <laughs> yeah. and like some like a bunch of kids were shuffling which is like where you kind of like kick your feet up oh I know where it's at yeah yeah I know where it's at word yeah, and yeah. so like she's doing the worm drunk and somebody's shuffling in front of her and she just comes down in the worm motion and hits somebody's heel with her mm. mouth and her tooth just flies out and like lands like really <laughs> close to me in the booth and I'm just like oh you didn't get cake. You got tooth. Oh yeah, I got tooth. <laughs> you got tooth, bro. <laughs> so that like that's like a crazy one from like my first yeah. days kind of DJing and stuff. And then it was really really not exciting for you know, a while. Yeah, and I want I want to get to that. But when you say residency, what does that what does that mean? So like, a residency, I mean, just, at least as a DJ, I guess if you're a band too or something like that, is just like. So, like, you're like an actor that belongs to a studio. Right. I'm the DJ that belongs to this nightclub. I play the same time every week as my night. Okay. So, mm -hmm. like, you just, like, you know, you're, like, they want you for whatever reason. Whatever it is. You right. bring people through the door or the owner just likes the music yeah. you play. Yeah. He's like, hey, bro, like, I want you for sure. My night was Wednesday. He's like, on Wednesday nights, it's house music night. He's like, I want it to be your night. Okay. He's like, if you ever want to bring talent with you, like, you can bring one and then we'll do the rest. And uh, it just went from there. Dope, dope. Yeah. Now, I'm happy I know what that is. I was going to say, oh, yeah, the, the listeners need to know what that so, is. So, yeah, so <laughs> residency that, is just like... Asking funny. for a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> residency is like when I belong to that nightclub for that night every yeah. week for like a fixed amount of time, six months, right. couple right. months, maybe like four weekends, whatever they're looking yeah. for, whatever space they need to fill. Right. And it's just like... Residencies are desirable, especially when you're coming up, because you have to cut your teeth. It's work, dude. You're not playing what you want. You're playing what they want to hear. Okay, like, I got you. So, I got like, you. it was, uh, it wasn't easy, and you had to had to play a bunch of music. I don't really like, but like, you also learn to cut your teeth and like that your art is work, even though it's art. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. So you mind? mind I want to. I want to get to that that point where you said, uh, you know, it wasn't wasn't that. Wasn't that exciting for a little while? No, nah, man. It's like, especially at like, the time when I started DJing, it was, you know, maybe a year before the boom. Like, it was still an underground thing. The rave yeah. scene was still the rave scene. It was real. Yeah, okay, it was real, you. real. It was before, like, before call, a, call a phone number, yeah. get an address, and that's where you buy the tickets, not yeah. the party. Right. And then you get, like, directions from where you bought the ticket, usually, like, a parking lot in Van Nuys. Yeah. And... Then when you got the ticket, the guy would give you like a handwritten list and it wouldn't be like, go to this street and make a right. It would be like, as soon as your tires touch asphalt out of this parking lot, they're giving you riddles. They're, they're like, <laughs> reset your odometer, no. go 1.3 miles. When you, when your odometer says 1.3 miles past this parking lot, there's an unmarked road, go right on it, reset your odometer, go another like 0.6 miles, get to like yeah. the tire with the bullet holes or something like that. Go left because we like raving by definition is illegal, right? So, like, yeah. we always had no to, fuzz, no we, fuzz we, allowed exactly. We had to keep the man out. So, yeah, like, yeah. sometimes if it was a big party that people knew about, there would be like two primary locations, 
Okay. One would be like, you show up, and instead of the ticket guy being there, you'd be like, this is where the ticket guy's at. Mm. And then you get to the ticket guy. Yeah. And wow. then he's like, this, this is, is where the party's way, at. I, this is a deeper understanding than what I had. But also, we want to You got to put some work in to get, the, yeah, this, get to this, that party. This, say, this is. That sounds very interesting. That I mean, sounds... it's 30 years of culture coming to a head in a wow. year yeah. and getting homogenized and monetized and going from underground to over real yeah. fast. Yeah. Man. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't even know. You know what, Josh? You, yeah. 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 Tell Go me ahead. what you Go think ahead. of Pittsburgh okay. so far. You've been here for a, <laughs> a day. I lost it. I just lost my head. It's completely in that. Like, I'm looking at the list, like the map. Yeah. I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> Uh, Pittsburgh's been awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always nice to get to come some, to a new place to like share art, right? Like that's sure. like, what the fuck is that? So, <laughs> like, hey. so like, I mean, just, just the context alone, like is phenomenal. And then like getting to catch up with my friends, right. you know, my, my girl got to come on this trip, which is like a unique thing when I'm playing music. So that's right. fun. And that automatically just makes this place lovelier to me because I'm with the person I love the most. Mm, um, that's dope. Dude, like the way your guys' community is, like mm -hmm. everyone coming up to me after my set last night and just being like, yo, like that was different. And I'm like, thank you. You're not used to that. I mean, nah, not, not really. I mean, a little bit, yeah. yeah. But like it's just like to be in a completely foreign place, and people and people are just like showing love to a stranger, man. Like I'm from the city, man. like somebody walks up you to you. You must have really got busy last. <laughs> what was that last night? That was last, last night. night. Yeah, you must have really got busy. Like, yeah, I had fun, dude. I killed yeah. it. Yeah, it was. But it's just been a lot of fun, man. Everybody out here is just like it's so different. It's like a different country, man. Like yeah. this is the furthest east I've ever been, ever. Yeah. And never, like I've the never furthest been to Cali. Next time you go to Cali, I might have to swing with okay. you. Oh, come yeah, with, yeah. come over. Yeah, sure. yeah, I gotta go to the Bay Area. That's where I want right. to go. The Bay. Yeah. I mean, I LA. I, I, I love you, but I think I like it over there already. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like the energy. I like the vibes, and also like Mac Dre was the guy. Oh, dude, yeah, come on. peace and peace, man. Come on, come on, uh, man. Oh, damn, man. Yo, I'm getting stupid hey, doo-doo dumb, dude. Come on with it. Uh, but all right, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come out to the Bay. Yeah, but yeah, dude, but like. Pittsburgh's I've driven through it. I've never actually like stayed in. Yeah, the Bay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd love to. Whole different, whole different. Uh, city they should now. be different states. Yeah. Like North and South is two totally different worlds. Dude, bro, like San Francisco was like a three-year adjustment to just everyday life. Yeah, it's, it's like living on Mars. It is not normal. Okay, <laughs> but I love it. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you did mention, you know, you hear, you hear with your beautiful lady. Yes, sir. Um, and me and Josh both know the importance of having somebody who is, uh, especially in your household, being uh, supportive of your dream. Mm. You know, she's real supportive, dude. And there's been a couple times where she had to pick up the slack, like she had to suffer for my art, right? Right. She does it with a smile. Come on with it. Yeah. Shout, shout out to your lady, Anna. You know? I love you, baby. Shout out to Anna. You, you got you got to win it right there. You got to win it right there. I think both of y'all got winners. So. Yeah. Hey, you know that's, what? Um, how, how did y'all? Hey, you don't mind? Can I go there. How, yeah, yeah, how yeah. Did you guys meet? Uh, just through a mutual friend. Um, she, uh, you know, she had like she was new to the Bay. She was from Georgia. That's beautiful. And she just met one of our mutual friends on the train, and like, yeah. you know, my friend asked her if she wanted to smoke some pot, <laughs> and she's like, yeah. yeah. And then so like they came over to my place and. Like, uh, I smoked some weed, and then we just started a friendship, man. We were, like, really good friends for a long time. I had my relationship. She had hers. Like, right. it was cool. Like, 
and then you know those kind of both ended organically separately of each other and then you know we just like kind of just kept kicking it and like uh you know now it's been like almost two years bro and well you know how like the importance of having somebody who's with you that supports 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 you yeah what what level does that has that leveled you up dude infinitely especially because you know before this relationship i was in a real long one super codependent like you know wasn't fully aware or conscious of myself yeah mm. i didn't have a good handle on who i was and you know and that that particular person was like you know a control everything and when things go wrong like shit yeah. and like and you know and the love was like transactional okay yeah and, like or just That's dependent on like what was right. going on right? right like right and so like this girl man like I have to like take a step back a lot of the time and be like, I, I can take this love because I don't know how to take it. Right. Like sometimes, and just like having someone in your corner, like, yeah. you know, like if I mess something up, like, you know, just from conditioning, PTSD, like just my own right. shit. Like, you know, like I tend to like take the criticism, man. And like, mm-hmm. and I'm used to getting it from like my partners too, okay. but like real yeah. harsh, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. like yeah. strength through wounding type shit. Yeah. Uh, this girl doesn't do that, dude. She's like, I'm here for you. Like, like, you know, like tell me what's going on. And as long as you're transparent, I'm here for you. And like, just having that in the corner, bro, who was it? I saw slick Rick, the ruler. Come on with it. Say, you got to say the ruler, man. And when I saw, when I saw the ruler, he told me, he comes out on stage and he does lottie dottie. And then afterwards he's like, I want to take the tone down and just talk to you for real right now. And he's like, I want you to know, sir, that, the the key to a happy and successful life is a committed relationship and then he brought his wife on stage and like fucking two million dollars worth of diamonds <laughs> like, yeah, you see his chains like yeah. there's nothing compared to what what she's know, got yeah and, and, as it should be man and um, you know what dude like i i never forgot that little morsel of information from the god you know yeah, like yeah. And, and he, and he's right, bro. Because like, as, as I find myself settling into like being loved in a healthy way and allowing it and taking it and right. it's like, dude, what can't I do, dude? Like yes. that woman behind that's me, dude, telling me Isn't I can do it. Feeling? Yeah. That's the feeling. It's like with you, like I say that with my wife, my wife in my corner, there's nothing in this world I can't accomplish. Right. right. You know? And, um, and she, See, my wife is the real superhero because she like nursed me. <laughs> right. I, when I was like, right. she found me at my worst and treated me like I was at my best. Yeah. F- until I was able to find out. She like, saw it in yeah, you. Yeah, she saw it in me. And I think with anybody, if you, especially if you're going to mentor somebody or you're, you're in a relationship with somebody, a lot of times you have to see more, you have to see that person for more than what they see themselves until right. they can catch up. As long yeah. as they can understand that you really thoroughly love you mm-hmm. you got love and that you trust them and that you, you're caring yeah um when that happens man um you you create this environment where you grow and you thrive mm. for that person like it's an incubator. yeah absolutely it's almost like an incubator man right of that and if that person stays in it long enough y'all, right y'all stay in it long enough not one person take two to tangle right um so and yeah, I, I mean i think we've all been in in both situations where like if you're in a relationship and like anything that that makes them mad or you feel like you let them down like you it's crushing it, it crushes your yeah. soul and you like yeah, it, it's hard to get past that and like do something to that they might think is good and do something that 
um, they would res- like if they don't respect you, it's it's hard for them to. Right. It's hard for you to get to a point where they would respect you, because right. they just you know it's just not there. Yeah, so, right. But well, it's like funny that you just mentioned that because. I knew her for a long time before we started dating, but when we actually started dating, I was homeless, and she wasn't, and like she, it didn't, it did not phase her, and so like right away, I'm like, okay, like, like, because as a man, I know that like that is not something you want to jump into. That's not desirable. Like, Mm -hmm. like looking at it from the outside without being in it, like, you know, and then people that are outside of it too, just all the pressure from them seeing what's going on, right? right? It never phased her, man. It never phased her. And she's like, yes. you're going to do good. I know you're going to do good. That's why I'm here. If I thought you were a piece of shit, I'd be gone. Believe me. Yeah. She meant every word of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, of, too, because you talked about, like, how they see you and you don't. Yeah. Or you don't. They see you in ways you can't see yourself. It's yeah. just it's cheesy as hell. But, like, there's, like, this Dashboard Confessional song where he's, like, the lament is, I'm seeing in me now the things you swore you saw yourself. And it's just, like, it's kind of, like, it's, like, a constant that. Yeah. Like, just yeah. constantly, like, I'll do something. And she'll be, like, I told you. Yeah. Like you, you weren't, you didn't even think right. about that. Yeah. Like you were stressing, thinking, yeah. like just right. And it's just like yeah. in this balance because I like you know like I love my art and I'm critical of it and I I think that has something to do with like people liking it and enjoying it and consuming yeah. it. Yeah. And um, honestly, bro, like if I didn't have the light behind me, like I don't think the light would be coming forward. You know, right? Right. I so I, I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely. That's that's that is dope. I have something that I put in practice in my, in my personal relationship. And, and I think I, I, um, you know, it transpires in, in my professional career as well. But like, um, I'd say about half the time, like when my partners tells me that they love me instead of saying, I love you too, I say, thank you. Mm -hmm. And, and just truly take some time to receive it and then say it back. And it, 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 uh, it, it just, it, I think it brings more value to in, instead of it can get stagnant and like, I love you. Love you too. Oh, All right. Bye. You know what I mean? Oh, and it's back, like, thank you. Like, I appreciate how much you love me. It really means like, it means wow. so much. And, and then, you know, and also same here. Yeah, my, wife, my wife ain't ready. I'm coming home with something new today. Baby. <laughs> just remember. Yeah. Exactly. This, this is where and, it happens. That. Right. I, I love that. I yeah. love that. It's just like you a know? practice in mindfulness. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to, Take That's a step towards that every dope. day. I really just learned that. Like, yeah. I just like, okay, I'll put that in the memory box and right. put that in the pocket and we'll pull that out. I love that. Yeah. Like, I love that. That's, uh, yeah, because I, I mean, me and my wife are married for, we're going on, we're 11 years strong. About yeah. On Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So that, that's, that's probably one of the greatest accomplishments. And I'm going to tell you right now, it was, it's probably one of the hardest and most enjoyable things that I ever did in my life and that yeah. I'm going to continue to do forever. Yeah. That's, that's how my mindset is. Love it. Um, and, uh, and I wouldn't, I rather, like you said, I wouldn't have it any other way, Right. any other way, the way that we, that we came together. And I met my wife, um, that you were saying your father was still on dialysis. I was actually, I was diagnosed with cancer at 19 and oh, it, was, it was, no, it was the worst. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Right. The best thing that ever happened to me. Cause I would go to chemo and, uh, you know what I'm saying? They would have the nursing students come in and access my port. You know what I mean? And uh, it would be my chance to talk to somebody my age. One day, these two ladies came in. Yeah. Uh, one was Af- one was from Africa. One was African descent. And I'm talking to this lady, and I'm like, wow. You know, just I was like, well, I'm gonna give her my number. Just let me get her, <laughs> ask her for the number. Ask her for the number. Um, and we've been married, man. So that's how I met my wife. Hey, man, you, you know, took, she, that, she was going you to took that shot in the post and yeah. hit it. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> 
That's right. Swoosh. Yeah, man. I, 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 I was the lucky one. I was, I'm, yeah. man, like I was a piece out, even though I was going through that. Like I wasn't, you know, right in the mind. I was still young, dumb, and, and full of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, um, you know, she seen something in me, man. She gave me an opportunity, let me mess up a few times, and still, uh, still continue to love me, even when I didn't love myself. And that's the reason why I found that love for myself, because yeah. I knew, I, you know, she was doing the work of two, you know, when when there was only really one person kind of doing it. Right. Uh, and I just had to catch up, man. I had to get smart. You know what I mean? I had to get smart, because I, I thought, oh, man. <laughs> you know, I'm getting real deep with it, but, um, you know, like, that's something, like, a woman that's going to be with you, like I said, when you're at your worst and she treats you like your best, if you let that go, you, my friend, are not intelligent. I mean, I don't like to call you, <laughs> <laughs> like to call you stupid, but, I mean, you pretty much are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's That right there, people die for that. People people live for that. People never find that. And when, if you got it, it's almost like when oh. you find that thing that you, you're you on this earth to do. Uh um, you know, like oh, we're gonna say it again, right? Uh, the two day, two greatest days of your life is the day you were born, and the day you find out why you were born. And some people don't get a chance to find out why they were born. Mm. Some people don't get a chance to know what real love feels like. Yeah. Um, if you can get both of those, my guy. And you're a human. <laughs> I mean, you you you're lucky. Right. You're luckier mm. than. I mean, you're, you're, you're more than lucky. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's almost impossible in, right. in, if you would look at it numbers-wise. Um, I think it's just divine, like yeah, outside yeah. of luck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really is. There's no luck involved in that, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's identified. Yeah. And, and wanting it, you know what I'm saying? Even though when you, when you don't even know you want it. I mean, yeah. how much easier is it to be creative when you just feel like you're oh, in your space? That's a huge... Like, so that's a like, tell for me when I know that like I'm, I'm in a bad place. Um, in a relationship, if if uh, if I can't be creative, if, if I don't feel inspired to to move Ooh, forward with with uh, creativity, yeah, yeah, that's been like a, a like a noticeable like maybe this one's not working out. Yeah, well, yeah. that's identifying yourself, right? That's what yeah. we do in, in right. life. We find these right. little things that it's a cue, the for indications. Sure. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. You know what's what's crazy? Uh, since we were talking about entrepreneurship and just in being intuitive with, with one uh, oneself, is um, your body will tell you everything you need to know. Right. That's crazy. Like that's body our keeps boss. The score. Like, we we may not have bosses, but our body is definitely our boss. It'll, it'll tell me <laughs> when I need to sit my ass down. Uh, it'll right. tell me when try to push it. It'll yeah, push you back. It'll tell me when it's not when I'm doing <laughs> something and it's just right. Right. Like you know, I just don't feel it. Like yeah. this, this something here that you know you feel dirty almost. I mean. Uh, but it's just, it's crazy. I was just talking to somebody about that. And I just wanted to bring that up, man. Yeah. Uh, just being in tune with who you are, knowing oneself. Uh, it's more important to know who you are before you know what direction you're going type right. thing. And uh, that'll help you whenever you get to that position you're at, man. Right. Like, how are you going to, like, how are you going to know what you want to do if you don't even know who you are? Right. That's tough. Right. That's tough, you know. And sometimes you can find one, you can find the one by going to seek for the other one. But you, you have to understand who you are before you know what it is that you are here to do yeah <laughs> absolutely you know what i'm saying yeah for sure wow. i feel like every girl that i ever was interested in in any capacity was all training for the one i got now i couldn't i couldn't yeah. have got to my girl before everyone else just because yeah. that's that trial by fire that's still sharpening steel like i wasn't yeah. sharp yeah. And, yeah. I, and i wasn't sharp enough like or you know like just for my own comfortability and just wanting to be the man and hit on someone like i wasn't yeah. i was dull yeah. 
And, uh, you know, just now I got a furnace behind me and I'm like this piece of malleable metal that can just be sharpened. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. So, um, I think we're going to, we're going to cut it off at at some point soon. Um, we got to do a part two. Uh, We are. I know. I know. This is definitely happening. Let me know. We're gonna have, <laughs> you, gotta come, you gotta come back for the fall. Pittsburgh in the fall is gorgeous. It's the best, best, I mean, it's a, be- it's a beautiful sight, man. The whole whole backside of us right there. Every is hill red, is red all and yellow. Yeah. It's, it's dope, man. <laughs> I mean, there's no leaves on the trees, and it's still beautiful. I could only imagine. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank you. This You'll place see. is awesome. You'll see. And it's just really cool to be walking around where, like, Mac Miller was walking around. Dude. He used to go, he used to eat right here. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knew who he was. I did, but I always left him alone. But he would come in there and just grub out, man. Literally right there. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> looking at the space. Dude, right I've been there. I've been fanboying here like hard. I love Mac yeah. Miller. He We've been listening through, like, all day in the car. Yeah, <laughs> like he got me through some of the hardest parts of my life, you know. Yes. And like we just like we went by his high school. Man, We're gonna go to Blue Slide man. Park later. Oh yeah, Mac. Oh come on, man. That's I grew up in that park. That yeah. You gotta ride down it too. Oh, man. I'm going to. Yeah, I want to get yeah, some wax yeah, paper and yeah, charge man. it. How do you even know? How do you even know? Because we had this thing in Orange County called the dragon slide when we were little kids. And it was a cement slide like that. And, like, if you didn't want to, like, go, like, half a mile an hour down it, you needed that wax paper. You can wax it and then ride down. Like, it's one of those those slides where you can actually wax it. And, like, that's what, you know, people would do. Like, you know, you can slide down the wax paper and just zip. But for some reason, if you just, like, go and crowd. It it was wild, man. That was, that was. They got a bunch of cardboard boxes up there right now. Ah. Yeah, they're yeah. probably soggy right now. We'll, yeah. we'll get some more. We'll figure that out. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we're going, we're going, I think we're going to close this out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys got reservations at a really nice restaurant right now. So, Hey, man, I got to get right. the Pittsburgh experience. That's, I ain't mad at that. You, you you went to the right one. You went to the right one. You guys are going to the right one. So Absolutely. Yeah. So anything you want to leave our listeners with? Um, any, any like, uh, you know, thoughts, ideas, you know? Yeah, man. Like put your head down and do the work. Yeah. <laughs> like, and don't be worried about what's going to happen because of the work, right? Be worried about like Absolutely. what you're going to learn from working, man. Mm. If you're trying to, if you're making art, and, <laughs> if you're making art and you're this trying to get famous, part two. <laughs> you're doing it wrong, bro. Like if your whole, if the only reason you make art is for notoriety, like you need to take a step backwards and question what you're doing, man, yeah. because we need good art, bro. And mm. there's not a lot of it. And so if you're listening to this and you're an artist, you're in a tough situation, whatever it is, bro, if you know you got that spark, like just develop it, man, because you don't know what's going to come out of it, dude. I just like playing music and that's what I do, dude. And now I'm sitting in a room on the East Coast, 2,000 miles from my home, talking to some people about some cool stuff. Hello. (laughs) And it's like, you just never know, bro. Like, don't try to think about the outcome. Just worry about learning what you're learning or doing what you're doing or just being whatever it is you're doing. If it's the best that you can possibly do, whether it's good or not, you're going to learn. Like, you you win or you learn. There is no losing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I can come behind that. Like that right there is <laughs> enough right. said. Yep. Uh, I so, just I guess we'll just put our tags in the yeah, real quick. Let's, let's, do let's, let's do this. Uh, one thing, man, you guys had some dope shirts on. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let Josh talk about that and where those yeah. came from. You know, um, pghprintshift.com. Check us out. I own and operate a, a uh, printing business. We do all all sorts of stuff and we ship o- orders for free. So printing and shipping, um, shipping them out. So PGH Print Ship. And uh, we do. Uh, we would love to hear from you. You're welcome to leave a comment on the podcast uh, on our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, we we broadcast through Anchor. So we're on. We're, we're hosted in 
um, lots of different places. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can, um, you should be able to leave a comment, thumbs up, whatever. Um, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. We wouldn't be here without you. Uh, we do this, uh, you know, it is a, an amazing experience for ourselves. Obviously we love doing this and, uh, but we wouldn't be able to do it without you listening and, and, uh, without the people, the customers that come through my door and, and we're able to do work for. So it is, a uh, it's, it uh, comes from a humble place to say thank you for allowing me and us to do what we do. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do it without this community. So thank you. Oh man, we appreciate you, man. If you even look at the stickers on the microphones, that came from PGH Print, man. <laughs> you, you guys, you guys have literally uh, anything we needed. I mean, you don't just do it; you do it well, and you, and, and you get it Thank to you. us because you know a lot We've of times. Even going around town and yeah. like, oh, I made that. I made that. It's very, <laughs> it's very easy to do that around here. You, right. you look at the clings on the doors. There's only one person we call for that. And don't get Thank me wrong; you. if there was somebody else that we needed to call, Josh would also give us that information as well, yep. right? Because we up each other. Yeah. That's who it is. So, um, and uh, also, guys, you see, we're sitting in this beautiful podcast station over here at ttstudios.com. So, if you, if you, it's available for rent. It is available for rent. We have a subscription going on that is, uh, you know, you can get actually one month of limited access for a hundred dollars. I mean, I don't know. In two thousand twenty-two. Yeah, two th that is right. We got to date that. <laughs> we usually don't date things right. in the podcast, but that one people we have might be listening five, ten years yeah, later, man. Yes, that's true. This is twenty twenty-two. And, uh, you know, I want to I want to thank all the listeners that are in uh, for a thoughtful discussion as well as the artist art of conversation. Just want to say thank you. all Hopefully you got value. Remember, this world is your canvas and it's up to us to make a masterpiece. So let's uh, let's paint on. Let's create on. Let's go and let's do this thing. All right? Absolutely. All right. Now, Jerry, where, give me your tags and everything. Where can we find you? Where can um, you know? Yeah. So uh, if you're on SoundCloud, you could just check out what you will. Um, also, Beat Gen, which is uh, my little record label and promotion company. Nice. Uh, you can also check me out on Facebook, um, just what you will. Uh, and then Instagram, DJ what you will with underscores. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, that's the best way. But uh, yeah. And Slide in the DMs. Yeah. And then just like want to give love to uh, Peace, Love, and Light. That's that's my family. That's awesome. it. That's love it. it. Thank you so much for coming All right. on. All right. Yeah. Thank you, man. This was absolutely a gem. You definitely got to be a second offender. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, definitely got to do that. And uh, man, thank you. Welcome to Pittsburgh, brother. Hey, Pittsburgh's been beautiful. Thank you, guys. Hello. I appreciate it. Awesome. I appreciate it. And we're out. <laughs>